relax. Get the ship going. What's up? Hey, ship. Hey, ship. And we're live. At least that's what my internet told me. That's good. What's Mine doesn't. What's going on? I'm Ox. That goofy guy's Luke. We're bringing you some fun news. We watched a bunch of movies over the week. We're going to discuss them. Uh, there's been a lot of shit happening in the news, actually. Um, we're going to be talking the latest American Gods episode. Um, Gross Point Blank, Baywatch, and the brand new movie, Baywatch. Um, so buckle up, because the show's going to be... I have a feeling it could go off the rails at any point. That's uh, what we bring to the table. Just rail jumping. you want to throw in? Uh, no, I feel like I hope you took notes because I just sent you links all week long. I'm like, hey, this happened. Hey, this happened. Hey, this happened. And I forgot it all. Look at that, notes. That's why you run this show. Uh, so let's start with all the stuff that's happened. Um, you know what? Let's talk about the women-only screenings of Wonder Woman first. Just because we have to. Um, I, I've seen a, gonna... a few friends... Uh, just get out of it. They said it was phenomenal. Gives me hope for it. So I'm all excited about it. I am too. And I think I don't have any problem with there being a woman only screening. It's great. Like it's been years in the making to finally get a female that superhero movie. But it's the internet. What did expect besides meant to be hurt? Because you're much babies. Um, have you ever seen Wanted? I'm pretty... That's kind of a woman-led... Kinda. Or, uh, Tomb Raider? Is that the one? <laughs> Angelina Jolie. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I thought it was hilarious that guys were so uh, up in arms about it. I was like, go to a different theater. I couldn't understand yeah, why it, everyone was so outraged. I can't, because it's the internet. They're all a bunch... Listen, I know we are on the internet right now, and I'm going to offend all of them by saying you're all a bunch of idiots, but it's true. Like, I literally saw people... The greatest thing was the Draft House's retweets back, though. When people were like, oh, maybe we should only have a man's only screaming to Fight Club, and it's just like, you're dumb because you forgot what that movie's about. Oh, really? Because the ones I were seeing, I was seeing the retweets where they were like, you can absolutely do that. We open, or we're open, available to rent out the whole theaters, everything like that. I was like, handle it. <laughs> Which no, literally just, put your money where your mouth is. It, it's outrage for no reason, and I really don't have anything to say. It's I'm excited for Wonder Woman. I honestly almost got a showing tonight, but I didn't. Uh... I, I was kind of thrown for a loop because I totally could have before we went live. but Yeah, I could have too. It's shit worked out right today, but whatever. Uh, so I'm excited so, for it. Yeah. It does not hurt me that there's a... I actually think it's really great that there's this sense of let's be women and support this together. And, of course, fuckhead men have to ruin it, but whatever. Fucking men. Am I right? You're right. <laughs> Uh, so then we got, uh, there was some satirical website that, uh, said the alien script was, I, I forgot what it was, but it was basically scripted by Satan. Uh, that was my favorite thing of last week, I think. 
Like, let me find. Let me find the message I sent you back to you. Um, let's see here. Hold, hold for us just a second, people, because this is worth waiting for. Yeah, it was basically a fundamental Christian site reviewed Alien Covenant, and was just like, "Hey, this would really be fun if it wasn't written by Satan, because it's all about." <laughs> Uh, the, the title of the, the article was Alien Movie Seemed Like a Lot of Fun Until I Found Satan Was Behind the Script. Almost two-thirds of the way through the entire story, um, I, I took this one out and sent it back. I was like, the message is clear. There is no fundamental difference between humans and xenomorphs. To the humans are, in fact, the aliens. There are only violent females who must destroy others to survive. I lost it for a good two days after reading that whole... It was just so bizarre that, like, the dude was just like, it advocates abortion, and it shows how children are just evil things growing in your womb. And yeah, there's an element of that in body horn stuff. But then he was just like, Ripley, the strong female lead, should be in the kitchen making sandwiches, not having a flamethrower. And I lost. It was all over the place. So ridiculous. And I'm I'm pretty sure he believed every word he wrote. Oh, 100%. 100. And he was just like, how dare they say that God didn't make us? This movie posits that aliens created us. No, there's only one God, and he wants you to be in the kitchen and having babies. Oh, Christ. Um... Uh, they're moving onward. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy ride opened up, and there was a reporter that did a live broadcast as he wrote it. And this guy, I, I feel for him because he probably lost half his friends. Or, I mean, he probably still has all those friends, but they are all making fun of him. He screamed so high pitched, going up. The, like I'm pretty sure it was a. Uh, What's the old ride it was? Uh, it's uh, Tower of Terror. They Tower of Terror. And every, every time it went up and down, he just screamed so loudly. And they were going to try and cut away, but I'm pretty sure the anchors were like, mm, hold on, let's just let's see this out. <laughs> yeah, because they cut back, and the anchors were definitely just laughing at him. And then they thought he passed out at one point, but he was just, like, <laughs> crying. <laughs> Not really a news item, but if you can find the video, it's hilarious because it's just like Drax is punching an alien and it cuts back to this grown man just screaming as loud as he can. It's it's great. It's worth finding for sure. Um, you want to talk Spidey? <laughs> I guess we have to, right? So yeah, we do. That was the thing. Like last week's show, I forgot that they had announced. They cast Tom Hardy as Venom, and now they've announced a Silver and Black movie starring Silver Sable, Silver Sable and Black Cat, and they're just going whole hog on this Spider-Man universe without Spider-Man. I don't understand what they're doing. I don't get it. Like, I guess you could do a Venom movie if you adapted, like, the 90s comic. Do, like, Lethal Protector, and he's like, protecting the homeless or whatever i don't know but there's a way to do it without it being tied to spider-man i guess like 
one, who knows who Silver Sable is besides me? I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. <laughs> yeah, you totally sent me the leak, and I was like, I don't know, like that's all I know. And, like, like who, who wants to watch that movie? Like, what, isn't they, it theoretically just, like, Catwoman? It's just, like, she, she's a jewel thief or something like that? Yeah, and Silver Sable's like a mercenary. It, it doesn't make any sense. And I read like these this like rumored script and like fucking like Chameleon's supposed to be in it and Norman Osborn. And... <laughs> Sounds awesome. Sounds super like, awesome. I, like I get they're doing their partnership with Sony right now. And they sign that four, it's a four movie deal and that's probably all there's going to be. So I get if they're trying to do like we need to set this up so when we're done with Marvel, we can continue. But no, <laughs> no, like yeah. you tried this after Amazing Spider-Man Two. They were like, "We got Drew Goddard. He just came off Cabin in the Woods. He's hot right now. We're gonna let him do a Sinister Six movie." Which nobody wanted that, but like at least that made sense to me. And now I just don't. I conceivably don't see a world where Silver and Black gets made. Like, you get Tom Hardy attached to Venom, it's gonna get made, but that other one's not happening. There's no fucking way. Totally happening. I'm signing petitions everywhere I see them. I want, I want to see them both. Uh, that Speaking said... Tom Hardy. Well, yeah. That's Venom. What about Tom Hardy? Oh, well, do you Venom. think he's gonna do... Do you think he's gonna do, like, a sweet voice? It's gonna be, like, Listen. an old-timey boxer? The only voices he's done is the boxer or fucking had a shot, gla shot glass in his mouth and gargled yeah, it he as So, like, Ugh. can you imagine him just gargling we need brains and talking in, like, the third person like that? It's going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, is he supposed to be, like, teeny, like, teens? And he's clearly always ever been, like, a 30? No, I imagine when uh, Venom's around, he's like young 20s. Uh, it depends what storyline you're reading, but like he was a reporter for whichever newspaper was not the Daily Bugle. I cannot remember which one. He's a rival photographer. But, I mean like, unless, which I don't want, I don't want it, but unless they're bringing Carnage in, what, what, what are you going to do with this movie? Don't, no. Everybody don't. wants Carnage, come on. No. Well, I Carnage a, is the best. I'm a lifelong Spider-Man fan. Carnage is the worst. It is the worst, no. and I don't want it. Absolutely the best. I, no. Okay, I'm I done. Could never it's beat done. The, I, I could never beat the Super Nintendo game, so I was always like, I can all Tonkers. Carnage at this point. Maximum Carnage? Yeah. Yeah. I still have Because he's bad No, it's not. It's, it's, it's terrible art, too. It's a terrible, terrible story. Oh, uh, it's God. good stuff. It's not. It's like... <laughs> you have fucking Shriek, who's just a 90s goth girl, and you have uh, Doppelganger, the six-armed Spider-Man, and yeah, but you have Demo... 90s Connor. nostalgia is so hot right now. Is it? Is that I where mean, we're going? I don't know if it's hot, but they're definitely fucking picking everything up from the 90s. 
Yeah, it's just like they read a BuzzFeed article. Only 90s kids will understand the movie. (laughs) All of the BuzzFeed articles. Oh, Christ. A couple more things. Um, You've been reading the Lovecraft book, right? No, I just picked it up, so I haven't started reading it yet. So, Peel from... uh, Now I can't think of the damn movie. Get Out? Uh, Get Out... (laughs) I was gonna say get down, and I was like, "That's the Netflix show." Um, get out has been picked up. He's the showrunner for the Lovecraftian show for HBO. Then, yes, he's gonna be showrunner, and I think he's producing it with Abrams. Uh, went straight to series on HBO, uh, based on a book called Lovecraft County Country, Lovecraft Country, which I haven't read yet, but. Uh, the main gist, as it sounds like, is it's going to be, you know, a 50s, 60s style Twilight Zone, but all told through with the lenses of Black America in that time, which I'm totally cool with. Uh, give us an anthology. Uh, I think he has really smart ideas on race and what it means for poor. Uh, so I'm really into that. And uh, uh, it he's so hot right now he can get anything made like he just walks in he's just like yeah straight to order no fucking pilot nothing yeah I love that he got done with Get Out and uh, he was like I have all these films planned I want to do everything and like everybody just started swiping at him to do other things and I was like I kind of want to see his stuff but (laughs) I'm also cool with him doing whatever well, I think this I think this definitely fits in the wheel of what he's trying to do with this this social aspect to these horror films. And uh I mean, I doubt it's gonna be ardent to the book. I bet you they just use it as a jumping off point. Uh and why not uh jump off of famed racist HP Lovecraft, you know? Monster racist? What? Lovecraft's a racist? racist? Yeah. What? Lovecraft was a huge racist. <laughs> I just well, like no. that. I have no idea. He, well, one, there's also the whole thing of, like, this cast of monsters in his systems were the Shoggoth, and they were below the other gods, and they were used as slaves, because that's where they belonged. So there's that little, like, kind of get some racism out of that. But then he's just like, oh, that black cat over there, it's the N-word. Its name is N-word. My cat's name is N-word. That's too much. That's too much. Now I feel bad to get into the other shows that we have to talk about. (laughs) Let's start with Gross Point Blank. Because that should be way away from everything. And plus, we're talking about the 90s. So this is one of your favorites. Yeah, that movie just turned... Yeah, it just turned 20. That's crazy. Uh, That's a bad movie. No, it's not. You are a fucking piece of This movie... Hardly holds up. Holy crap. No. It 100% still holds up 20 years later. That fight uh, in the hallway, I felt like I was watching Iron Fist all over again. Oh my god. One, one, go fuck yourself. Two, it's a 10 second fight. Like, what I'm, the just, fuck? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Everybody relax. Bring it back down. It was a really good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, it is very dated, obviously. Um, I don't think it is. I think it really is. Did you watch it this last week? 
Yeah, I loved it. You're a liar. It doesn't hold up. I mean, it's it just looks dated. But I mean, obviously, it's 20 years old, so. <laughs> they have cell phones. It still works. <laughs> Uh, so kind of the reason we were talking about this movie the last couple weeks is because when we were at Wizard World last weekend, uh, Cusack was at the con, and we were trying to figure out what he had done, and we were trying to pick a movie with him, and obviously this is one of Luke's favorites, so I can't remember why else we picked it. Or was it just... Uh, you were bad-mouthing Cusack, and I was like, no. There was a point up to about, like, 99, where that man was a treasure, and then he got puffy and fat and tired and just didn't do anything. But this movie's great. Uh, Cusack's great in it. I have the biggest crush on Minnie Driver in that movie. I'm so in love with her. It's ridiculous. Uh, I totally uh, forgot the big crush I had on Minnie Driver back in high school, so I'll give you that point. Uh it's a it's it's a Jeremy Piven performance that I can stand, and I just immediately hope he was dead. That motherfucker's not aged a day, a day. <laughs> I was like, that motherfucker's the same as he is today. That uh, blew the fucking uh, mind. Uh, name a movie past this one where you cared that Dan Aykroyd was in it. You can't do it because this is the last time anyone gave a shit. <laughs> Not true. Not true. Um, what was the Aliens movie he was in? Mars Attacks? What alien? He was, was he in Mars Attacks? And if he was, Mars Attacks came out like six years before that. God damn it. Hang on a second. He was. He made Alien Head Vodka, if that's what you're thinking of. Maybe that's it? No, that's not what I'm thinking of. <laughs> but it's just, it's a really good cast. Uh, it's it's my level of humor. It's really dry, sarcastic, and I love that. And the script is just really smart. It's a really, really tight script. Uh, come on, man. He's just like, he's trying to get his therapist to open up to him. And his therapist is like, I feel threatened. We shouldn't do this. He's like, come on, I'm just a guy. Plus, I know where you live. Like, just, like King Arthur, Arthur with uh, Clive Owen, it was just all these big names that had made it something over the last 20 years, so it was just fun. It was a light and, romp. And it has a great soundtrack. It's a fantastic soundtrack. Absolutely. Uh, it absolutely so. did. Um, Evolution with Dan Aykroyd. That came out before this. It had to have. 2001. And also that's a that's a trash movie for trash monsters. <laughs> um, no, I like the whole dynamic about it. It was a little weird because they were going to their 10 years and it's my 15 year this year. And I was like, I don't like the premise of this movie. But <laughs> yeah, you know, I had my, what well, fuck, I had my 10 year three years ago and I was just like, reunions suck. <laughs> you know? I wish I would have seen this prior to that because I definitely would have walked around telling everybody I was a professional killer. <laughs> Maybe just or you could have just, just stabbed that guy with a pen. That's what you would have done. And just, you know. What a beautiful killing. That's what I was looking up. Who the hell was the guy he killed? <laughs> I don't think that was a guy. 
Like, what? there's no way that, that was an actual person. Like, I mean, it was a guy. I know that. But it wasn't, like, an actor. There's no way. There were moments <laughs> that he looked like uh, Tim Robbins. And I was like, is that Tim Robbins? It's not. It would... You you need to get your eyes checked to look at a picture of Tim Robbins. Right, what that guy looked like. <laughs> what that guy looks like is that Dolph Lundgren had a twin brother in the womb, and he stole all the nutrients for it, and then they put him in the sun for a little bit. He melted because that dude does not look. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a good movie. Um, really strange. I don't think they could pull it off nowadays, but I'm glad it exists. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Yeah. It's it is top three Cusack movie for me for sure. Mm, I wouldn't go that far, but it's definitely a good Cusack movie. What are you gonna put yeah. above it? Yeah, high fidelity. Yeah, high fidelity. Fourteen oh eight. Nope. And then uh, say anything. Yeah. Nope. Nope. It's it's gross point blank high fidelity and better off dead. Top three key sacks, for sure. Mm, that's fair. I'll leave you with your opinion. Since it's one of your favorites. It is right. And that's <laughs> here. Uh, I, I guess, like, at the con, Cusack would, like, sign for ten minutes and then disappear for, like, two hours and then come back and sign for ten more minutes. Oh, yeah, that just... was happening on Saturday. Like, they kept announcing him constantly. I was like, <laughs> I hope he's just getting high out back or drinking. Like everybody should be, because that's what we should do at cons anymore. So, I think we've significantly covered Gross Point Blank. Go see it; it's worth a watch. Um, American Gods. Okay, what did you think of episode five? The gods are oh, back. Are you so much better, so much better than the previous fucking episode. Four was a real shit show. Five was fantastic. It was before, uh, it wasn't, you know, but whatever. Real shit show. Um, I fucking loved Sweeney Zombie Fight. Yes. That was great. <laughs> dead Wife. Oh my god. Oh my god. She actually plays Dead. Those are two of the biggest assholes on TV right now. It's great. I literally thought I was just watching you play against yourself. <laughs> big assholes. Just... Uh, <laughs> um, we meet. I guess these are the new guys, right? The three of them. Yeah, media tech boy, Mister World. Mister World is he like CIA, NSA type thing? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I honestly, I didn't even understand what he was supposed to be the god of in the book. Like it's very okay. nebulous. But he is their leader. The, the only reason I think. They were portraying that as when they have the surveillance photos. Uh, and yes. he's like flipping through them and he's like, there's no way a realistic, there's a realistic camera set up so it's like satellite shit and like spy shit. So but, that's why I figured he was the AA. Uh, but speaking of a motherfucker who doesn't age, Crispin Glover, like, that huh. still looks like he came right out of Back to the Future. Oh my god, the after credit scene when they're talking about it, they're like, I mean, we just wanted to show him as he fucking showed up to us, and he's like, classy motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, I want him that someday. 
but it, it shows a I think this this episode is very expository I mean I ex- I know in past episodes I've talked about this is what the book is it's new gods versus old gods this is the first time it's really clearly spelled out that this is what they're going for and and the first time they actually admit that Wednesday is Odin in a roundabout way but they finally do it they absolutely said a little, or they hinted at it a lot, um, to the point where they even showed the ravens with them, and I was like, all right, now I totally solidified that. And what was their name? Uh, I think the names were like Knowledge and I can't remember, but they're his ravens. Yeah, uh, it was Hugin and Mugen. Truth and sight, or something. That's the one. That's the one. Um, that scene was great when the raven just comes down the up. hallway. Yeah, because I feel like the greatest acting Ian McShane does is against someone who doesn't speak his language. Because it just reminded me, yeah. of, like, I expected him to call it a cocksucker, like he would Mister Wu. You know. <laughs> what been, I don't think there was any part of this episode that I didn't really fucking love. Um, um, like, I love, love Ziggy Stardust era David Bowie in the limo. Like, brilliant. That was brilliant. Speaking in Bowie quotes, you know? Like, great. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, th- I figured the uh, clamshell headset was Tech Boys. So when it trapped on his head. So I guess is that media then? I thought it was Tech Boys too, so I don't know if it's trying to see that like it's like uh, like a VR headset they use to communicate with each oh. other. You know, I'm not so I'm not entirely sure on that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just great. Like it really dove into. Okay, so the one problem I have with it, one little quibble. Thirty minutes before the end of the episode. Shadow has no problem talking to his dead wife. No problem at all. And everything else he's seen. But then at the end of the hot at the police station, he's like, did that really happen? I don't believe what I'm seeing. Motherfucker, you just tried to fuck your dead yeah. wife. You're in it. You are in it. And it's done. Oh, man. Um, also, the animated uh, Coming to America tale was fucking yeah. great. I figured that would be a highlight for you. Seems that was definitely sure. definitely my favorite part of the whole episode. Um, and they were talking about it after uh, the credit scene, and basically they just gave it to another company and told them the story and ran with it, and like they just fucking knocked it out of the park. Um, I think it's all CGI, but it's meant to look like a stop motion, which is just gorgeous, um, like HBO caliber. Like, honestly, this whole show is HBO caliber on stars, and it just blows my mind how how great it looks considering it's stars. Um, what do you think, now that we are over halfway through the season, uh, I guess the main criticism I see against the show is that it's more style over substance. Uh, I'm cool with that. Uh, I, like like I said, the first episode, um, it, it has this very Wicked and Divine vibe to it. That I think it's really working for it. Um, when it ends, I think I'm just going to be fucking 
meaning to consume as much as I can. But I, we're still up in the air if I'm going to. Um, I could probably withstand and wait for a second season because I'm really liking this uh, dichotomy we're having. Um, so I probably will hold off, but like just fucking constantly knocking out the fucking park. Um, also in the police station, Marilyn Monroe, fucking Jillian Anderson again. Um, the tree monster was Groot in the goddamn. That's all I can think of. Fucking trees uh, were everywhere. I I don't know why, but I assumed it was Yggdrasil, the world tree. Okay. Couldn't tell you why I thought it was there, but uh, I I love that little moment of media portraying Marilyn Monroe in that it's it doesn't feel like Marilyn Monroe. It feels like the universe's consciousness of what Marilyn Monroe is. Uh, yeah. But I also just I, I also love that defeated like we're not gonna get him to turn and she literally steps off an apple box. Like you know, it's just this great little moment. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. But and I think it really got to the heart of what the show is doing in the story. Like I said, it's real expository, but you know, Odin lays it out there. He's like you gods do nothing but take everyone's time. At least we gave back, you know. So loving it. So basically, let's run over the episode real quick. Um, you have Shadow Moon and uh, Zombie Girl in the hotel. They're talking with each other, trying to come to terms with what happened. Um, Shadow Moon steps out. Runs into Mr. Wednesday. Uh, they get picked up by the cops. Um, then Sweeney comes. They have their fights. And then they're in the police station getting interrogated about uh, the bank robbery they did two episodes ago. Right? Or two or three. Two. But, okay. Um, and then you kind of have that standoff between the New Gods and, and Odin. Um the fucking fight between Sweeney and Zombie Girl. Uh, when she actually said um, the last time she kicked some dude in the balls, it fucking went all up. She didn't stop till they made way to his throat. Um, it was perfect. Uh, that whole fight was just so good. And then, of course, when she played dead. Um, yeah, it was really uh, I, I really liked the interplay between her and Sweeney. Uh, and they've hinted that they're going to be hanging out together later in the season, so I'm down with that. Uh, but I also really liked the kind of, not closure, but, you know, they're trying to heal that gap between her and Shadow. You know, and she's literally, it's so gross, though. You know, she's like, it's like <laughs> they just had a fight. She's like, I'm just trying to warm up so I feel warm to your touch because we're probably going to fuck, right? We're going to get over this. It wasn't, just, it wasn't weird until Sweeney started mentioning about like her getting bloated and like the, the skin like loosening up from being warmed up it's like ugh, ugh, I don't want to and then uh, McShane was top notch in the interrogation scene going from crazy old guy who doesn't know what's going on to fuck it you're not going to leave me anyway so I'm going to tell you the entire truth like oh yeah yeah Fuck, dude, this whole episode is, like, four people's Emmy reels. Like, Yeah, I'm telling just... you, man. This was easily the best episode so far. It's, it's very yeah. good. I enjoy it. 
it's good. It's good. So I'm enjoying the show. Uh, um, I really. One other question I had. Um, so the animation they had, basically, they killed off that tribe that worships the one god. Um, it almost felt as if the buffalo god, like, was that, and is like trying to find people to follow it again so it can have life again. That's kind um, of what I took away from that, but I don't... I forget the, how I gathered that. It's fine. Uh, I would say the main takeaway from that entire opening scene is the end. What happens to a god when it's forgotten? It's finally gone. Like, it, the, as long as there's some belief, they... And they even run that through where uh, Meepia's talking to Tech Boy. You know, Odin's weak. He has no power. Well, as long as he has one believer, he's still a threat. So it's all about for being forgotten is the end of these guys, and controlling their image is what gives them power and allows them to continue. So, you know, that's what Odin's trying to do is gather power and not be forgotten in the end. So I'm already excited about the next episode for sure. Um, just because I want to, I hope we get to see McSweeney. Like. Besides Wednesday, he's my favorite character right now. Dead wife. <laughs> Dead wife. Oh, so good. That's right. Um, so, American Gods knocks it out of the park. Uh, Dark Watch? What's that? Dark Watch? What's that? Cult movie Dark Watch? What? <laughs> it's called Night Watch? Day Watch? You Day Watch? Oh, Day Watch, that's the one. Uh... It's such a huge gap, but we can touch on it. This was the show that was supposed to be for last week. I watched it two weeks ago now. Uh, we had watched Night Watch originally, and I just wanted to finish the series. Series? Two, new, two movies. Um, I don't think it's as good as the first one, but it's still enjoyable. Uh, I feel like you're going to say it's better. I think I like this one. I, th- I think I like this one better. Um, that being said, I don't think I remember watching it when we originally watched Night Watch. I think I watched Night Watch, and I never watched Day Watch. Could happen, which is crazy, because this is kind of the closure on that story, but... Yeah, yeah, now I have that closure. And it was a great um, walk through this world. Um, You kind of figured out what was going to happen about halfway through. Um, Did you? it, it, It was a lot like the first one, where, like, they hinted heavily what would happen or you kind of guessed, and you were just right. But it's how that all plays out that really sells it. Um, it really felt like the evil people, or the, the dark side, um, just wanted to end it all and just be done with it all. Because it seems like they're the low man on the pole, and they just are tired of it, tired of it all. So... Um, they figured if they could start the apocalypse, they wouldn't have to deal with it anymore. Um, so, yeah, I really enjoyed it. So. Yeah, uh, I, I really like a lot of it. Um, there's some weird stuff. Like, that third yeah. act is weird when they're just hanging out at his birthday party and fucking uh, Anton just gets super poisoned, drunk or whatever. And it's it's weird. Uh, but I do. I really like the ending, though. I think the ending is kind of yeah. It's almost saccharine and how sweet it is, you know. That they're gonna remember each other and 
Um, the chick that he fell in love with, that was um, the chick that forgave herself for cursing herself, right? Yeah, the one with the vortex in the okay. beginning, the first okay. movie. It was weird because it felt like they, when they were writing this, like the rules they set up in the first one, they were like, fuck, we kind of need a little extra parts. And like the chalk add-on was a little weird. Um, them having t- each side have a, a great other um, was a little much um, because I thought it was just the one that decided the fate. Um, how that all played out. Um, I figured he, or I kind of hoped the kid would sacrifice himself for the dark side. And that's how like they would break the truce, but then all live together. But I like the way it ended also. Um, yeah. Um, it's good. I don't want to say it's great. The fucking uh, car driving on the building. Come on. I knew you'd be into that. Dude, that scene, driving. I was like, yep, I'm in. Fucking. Uh, and, and there's there's that weird stretch in the movie where, like, Anton's actually in Olga's body, so you're really following Dude, that. This, this was a closer representation to, like, a comic book as a movie than a lot of others have tried. Um, You have that zany action, like, there's really zany shit, like, a couple, three different times in the movie, um, especially the car, um, the, the body switching. Um, so that was really, that was beyond creepy. Uh, uh, but also, uh, they were, so. <laughs> Stop doing that. The other uh, one making me do it, I'm sorry. Uh, but like I said, uh, it is based on a series of Russian books. Um, they essentially, the first movie was one story from one book, and then they took two stories and put them together for this one and changed the ending a bit. Um, but the cool thing about the book series when you go on is um, it shifts points of views from time to time. Uh, so you'll get it from like the day watches side or the night watches side. And sometimes you even see from, like, the Inquisitor's point of view. Um, but uh, the cool thing is, is, like, Anton. In the movie, he's kind of, like, it's kind of a schlub, you know? That's the, you know, he mm-hmm. doesn't really have a lot of power or anything. It's like that in the books, but he keeps getting more and more, and he eventually becomes the most powerful other there is. See, I kind of figured, like, it had that, that edge to it, but, like, they just never, like, hit on it, so... I'm glad. Now I want to read the fucking books. They're really good. I I really highly recommend the books. So are what are the books called then? Uh, Night Watch, Day Watch, Twilight Watch, Last Watch, and then there's two more that I haven't read, so I don't know the titles. Oh, bitch. I didn't know I was signing up for a series. You said three books. No. <laughs> no, there's six. I've read four of them, so. So check that out too. Awesome shit. I, I would I'd put that and gross point blank at like reasonable threes. Out of fives? Yeah. Ah, it's no, no, sure. Sure. They're, good, they're worth a good watch. Oh. And uh the the one thing I really enjoyed about Night Watch and Day Watch 
one of the first times I ever remember people uh, playing with the subtitles. You know, actually like doing weird things with like the light and the way they move through the subtitle and stuff. Uh, oh, um, see, I it was weird to see that stuff because like that's easily done on After Effects nowadays. So it's like it got me thinking about it, like how hard it would have been to be doing that a fucking decade ago. So yeah, because I remember um, like that was one of the things people like really commended on Fast Five was like, look, they do weird things with the subtitles and make it look interesting and they bold them. <laughs> I was like, I fucking saw them do that like nine years ago in Nightwatch. It's a weird Russian movie. Fucking so. Russian So, uh, that's Daywatch. So, out of the star, um, first we have a little bit of news that I skipped over because of Daywatch. Um, one is the the Monsters Universe is gaining a couple new monsters. Um, Javier, what's his name? <laughs> is that's the one? Uh, is going to be Frankenstein, and they're trying to recruit The Rock as Wolfman, which I do not agree with. I mean, really? I'm cool with anything Rock, but I really love Benicio as Wolfman. So, really, I thought that movie was bad. Fuck you. Fuck you right in your stupid dumb face. God damn it. Um, it's only like one in goddamn Victorian era clothes, which is just is not. Is Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Emily Blunt. Fucking goddamn it. Don't be wrong. Don't be wrong. All, all I remember is, spoiler alert, Anthony Hopkins is a werewolf too and they fight. That's all I remember about that movie. Werewolf fight. Who doesn't want that? Um, I do kind of like the idea of the rock. I like the idea. I like the idea of this giant mountain of a man. (laughs) You know, he he looks so bestial and as himself, but really he could be like bookish and nebish and quiet and reserved. And then the monster within comes out. So it's this weird dichotomy that I kind of like. That said, I don't give a shit about this Monsters universe, so whatever. The Mummy has one chance to move, change my mind. Like I'm so excited about the Mummy, but that's because I'm a Tom Cruise fan. So, well, I'm not not a fan. Uh, yeah, because Tom Cruise is a fan. Okay, best Tom uh, Cruise movie. Off the top of your head. Days of Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> One hundred percent. Okay. In uh, the second part, deals with the box office for Baywatch and The Rock losing his fucking mind. Um, I can't remember what website, but like they just were thrashing him on the box office. Huge flop. Um, I can't remember how much it made, but. Or how much it took to make it, and how much it made. But going against pirates, I don't know anybody that saw pirates, but I mean it's a Disney powerhouse, so I literally watched Baywatch so that we wouldn't have to watch pirates. That's how much. Yeah, I did. that's for sure. So, what do you think about Baywatch? I believe that the critics are right. This movie is a pile of fucking trash. It's so bad. It's so bad. 
Did you, you like I it? enjoyed it. No, no, no. Oh, listen my... to me. Listen to me. It was a decent it. watch. I didn't, I didn't, I'm not four stars or anything like that. But I went into it knowing it was just like a Baywatch episode. And that was not high class television. It's just fucking no. chicks in bikini and fucking saving people in the water. With a crime mystery thrown in. I would have been cool if this was cut down to 45 minutes and it was a pilot for like FXX. Like, would have been fine with it. It is, it is boring. It is not funny. And it's not good at action. So it fails everything it's trying to be. First of all, you need to let love in your life because I found myself laughing a few times in the theater. I didn't laugh Openly once. Laughing. Not Openly once. laughing. Did, like that I mean, good laugh, that belly one that's like, ah, 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 that one. That's a good laugh. No, that, that movie but is you so you hate the world. No, it's so bad. Like, it is nothing but dick jokes that aren't funny and calling Zac Efron High School Musical. Like, th- those aren't jokes. They're not jokes. <laughs> No. The, no. the refrigerator, refrigerator lift? Come on. No. Like, <laughs> the reason the reason I was given this benefit of the doubt, I was like, it's not going to be good, but it'll be worth a chuckle. Because, like, The Rock is funny. Zach Efron is funny. And, like, 21 Jump Street kind of showed that, like, you can satirize this stuff and make it funny. But Yeah, see, that's what I thought is, is this felt very... 22 Jump Street-esque, but done worse. But Far worse. It doesn't have any fun with itself. No, there's literally a part... There's literally a part where Zac Efron goes, wow, this sounds like the basis for an enjoyable but bad TV show. That's not satirizing. You're just saying what this movie is. And it's not funny. It's not. I mean, it was a little funny. Whatever. I'll call out continuity errors. That's how bad I hate this movie. There is a joke. <laughs> there is a joke predicated on a fat man taking a shirt off and having real hairy nipples. And then in the next scene, he doesn't. Because why? It's just a joke, guys. Laugh. No, it's not funny. Uh, I think I've, I'm enjoying you rip apart this movie more than I actually enjoyed the movie. But still, I'm glad I, that I have this. I I was not joking when I texted you when I walked into the theater. I walked up, I was like, one for Baywatch. And the guy's like, just so you know, there's something after the credits. And I went, fuck off. I don't want to be in the theater any longer than I have to. <laughs> That's how I knew you were going to hate it. So I tried getting any enjoyment out of it so I could have just a little bit more. Was Was there anything after the credits besides that gag reel that started immediately? Um, when he was with, hanging out with Hasselhoff. Whatever. That guy tried making me sit through the entire credits, and I did not. I was like, <laughs> nope, I'm putting the time into this, I'm out. You didn't see him talking about the second movie? Oh, and also, motherfucker, you can't, you cannot, you cannot list David Hasselhoff and Pamela Anderson in the fucking credits and then expect them to be a surprise cameo. 
It doesn't work that way. Literally, they made it so you notice those names, like, stood out in the credits. I was like, like, I figured Hasselhoff would be, but... It's just... And there's, there's no... There's literally a plot where, like, the schlubby guy wants to fuck the hot Baywatch guard, and she wants to fuck him for no reason. And there's no character development given at all. But guess what? Fat guy dances. Isn't this funny, guys? No, it's not. Hilarious. I hate it. No. And the, what the weirdest part, I, I don't know if this happened in your theater, but it definitely did in mine. Okay? When Zac Efron first comes into the movie, and... uh the Rock's just like, oh, hey, in sync, where are you from? He's like, I'm from Iowa. And everyone's like, woo, yeah, Iowa. I almost walked out. Definitely did not happen. Oh, my God. Definitely. I, if that would happen in mine, I definitely would have walked out. Maybe that soured the entire experience for me. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, no. All, all this movie did was remind me that I want what I want. What I want is The Rock to be in an action comedy written and directed by Edgar Wright, because that's all I want in life right now. Somebody who can give him funny lines and give him action that he can do. Did you ever see uh, Central Intelligence? No. No, I did not. (laughs) Jesus. Reeling in just a little bit. Alright, I'm, I'm hot right now. Attitude. <laughs> I mean, that it wasn't was, a good movie, but it was, was alright. It was, it was over two hours long. Trust me, I had to swallow the bullet, too. <laughs> Sorry. It's a lot oh, easier to swallow when you're just enjoying yourself. I tried. Dude, it's not good. It is not good. There's literally, like... I, I don't even know. The bad chick was running drugs in so that she could make it into a like a white person club. I don't know what was even going on in that movie. Listen, you should have paid attention to the plot. Maybe. She was trying to run down or make it a bad neighborhood so she could buy all the properties so then she could turn it into a white neighborhood. But she was like Puerto Rican or something. Why would she want a white neighborhood? Yeah. Oh, come on. The fire... The uh, fireworks, cannon, death? Dumb. That's me. Dumb. <laughs> See, you're just not enjoying yourself. I'm not. I did not enjoy myself. <laughs> like, a part of me was like, fuck, maybe I should have went and saw Pirates of the Caribbean. But then I was like, nah, Johnny Depp's a giant pile of trash. I don't really need to see anything with him in it. I think I can... I can still put it above Pirates. So I think we made the right decision. You haven't even seen the new one, have you? No, I'm good with it. But how can you <laughs> say it's a better movie? Well, listen, you want to see Pirates? No. No. <laughs> you better I'm man tired. up just say it's better. I'm tired of watching bad movies. <laughs> I want to watch something I like. but it's going to happen. Listen, we got Wonder Woman this week. And plus we got... So, okay. Baywatch don't see it. We took the, those bullets for you. Yeah, um, don't. Just, don't if, do not. If you, thought, if you thought anything was funny in any of the trailers, 
those are the only jokes in it. So save yourself the time. Or go to it and enjoy yourself because you love life. That's a very few, that's a random few demographics, so I'm just putting it out there. I, this movie made me not like The Rock. Like, that's how bad it is. That's awful. Because I enjoyed it even more. And you put fucking Hannibal Burris in your movie and you don't let him tell a joke? What? Like That that was a fault. That was definitely a fault. Also, his friend was like, I kind of need that guy. He was, yeah, he was like, oh, whatever. He he helped me get my dick out of this chair I was stuck in, but I guess I don't care that no, he's dead. Funny joke. Funny joke. Funny <laughs> joke. It's not. Come on. Vomit comment? This is a little funny. It's not. Like, I'm getting angry. <laughs> like, all right, all right. Reel it in. Reel it in. It can't. It's, there's nothing funny about it. Like, what was that? Ter- Remind me, because you're older than me, so you should know. There was that terrible parody show of Baywatch. It was on, like, USA or early FX. Uh, wasn't it just Baywatch Hawaii? No, that was actually just a spinoff of Baywatch. Anyway, go look it up, people. There's a terrible parody of Baywatch that aired for multiple seasons. It is better than this movie. Big, strong accusations right there. It's not. It's truth. This is the truth. <laughs> so, oh, oh, are we done with Baywatch? Can we be done with Baywatch, yeah, please? Yeah, we're done. Can, I, can I give you something that you're actually going to enjoy? Chad. I read a Rick Remender book that I actually liked. Oh, shit. Yeah. Now the tides have turned. Which one was it? Deadly Class. I read the first two volumes of Deadly Class. Take all that other trash he's done, because it's trash, and put it to the side. Mm. Read this. Listen, you haven't even read any of his other stuff. What do you mean? I've read a ton of Remender stuff. Yeah, I remember now. I... Probably read more than you. Uh, <laughs> I was at. I think we're about to read it now. Oh wait, you watched? Or you read all the Marvel stuff? So yeah, you got. Yeah, me. yeah, I read all that trash. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I was at Half Price Books. I was like, "Ooh, a copy of Tokyo Ghost," and then I was like, "No, because no one will hate me when I say I don't like it, so I'm not even going to buy it." That's a good call. It's a good call. Yeah, because I ended our friendship over it. That's part. Uh, I'm happy that I, I figured Deadly Class would be the one that you would uh, adhere to. Because um, that's kind of X-Men-esque, isn't it? Uh, no. It's 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 a school of assassins, uh, but it's set in the 80s, and like there's punkers, and it, it just works because it's a heightened reality of what high school is and whatever, but it's, I like it. It's good. I actually like it. Uh, it's the only book of his that I can actually say I like. Like, I think Low is Podcast okay. Over. That's all I wanted to get out of you. That's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say he liked it. <laughs> all the Guardian shit? It's fine. It's whatever. That's all I wanted, so we're good now. <laughs> Okay, but I can talk about how bad uh, Sean Gordon Murphy's art is, right? (laughs) 
listen. I made you mad on purpose. Don't go the other route because I yell. <laughs> yeah, I take it back. I didn't mean it. I just knew that's a hot button for you. Totally is. But I mean, like, uh, there's better, but whatever. Like, yeah. Like, um, uh, current day Frank Miller. <laughs> Fuck you, man. You lied, son of a bitch. Fucking, I'm gonna stab you next time. Not anything vital, but I'm gonna get you. It's okay. I got a lot of fat. Uh, speaking of which, um, when we were talking about Baywatch and the names were highlighted, reminded me of the Godzilla, where they announced, basically announced the next movie in the credits before the after credits scene. Oh, wait, just, you mean that wonderful movie you love, King Kong, or Kong, whatever oh, yeah, it was called. Yeah, because it was awesome. Kong trash. had a real bad credit scene. Yeah, I'm still going to fight that Kong was a bad movie. Still now, it's not. Is this how we're transitioning into what we're watching, or are we talking about? I uh, was until now. I want to fucking hit you in the face. Kong is not. <laughs> it's so good. It's so much not. fun. At some point, you gotta let love back into your heart, and you'll enjoy this stuff too. Anyway, so they announced a director. Is that what you were getting to? I don't want your yeah. heart. I don't need it. You're taking it. Take it all. Uh, so, yeah, they've announced the uh, Godzilla versus Kong fight director. Yes. Which is your guy. <laughs> you literally don't remember, do you? It's Dan something or other. <laughs> it's Adam Wingard. Uh, it's Adam Wingard. <laughs> who, who I really like as a director. Um... Uh, there's a movie he did. I can't remember. Horrible Way to Die, Thousand Ways to Die Horribly, something. I don't remember. It's a good movie. And then he did uh, You're Next, which got a lot of buzz on like the indie horror scene. I really liked it. I really dug the guest. And I actually, I actually, surprisingly, I liked the Blair Witch sequel he did last year. And I think somebody was telling me it was pretty good, decent too. It's decent. It, it is, and um, and he is the one who's doing Death Note for Netflix, so that comes out this year, I think. That's a. Uh, I don't want to touch that one. <laughs> so a... regarding regarding Adam Wingard directing, so this news came up, and I shot it to you. And you want to tell people how you tricked yourself into watching a movie this week? God damn it, it's bullshit. Um, because he started listing these goddamn horror movies, and I was like, I'm not seeing a goddamn horror movie. And then he's like, well, he did Hush that I liked last year, and I was like, sounds like a horror movie. That's not what happened. You're you flipping the script already. You, you were like, oh shit, King Kong has a director. And I was like, yeah, I really like his stuff. And you were like, he does whore like VHS. Mm-mm, I'm not watching that. Which oh, yeah. good because those VHS movies are horse shit. They're big piles of trash, and I don't <laughs> care who likes them. You're wrong. And you die. They're so bad. 
Um, so I went, oh shit, I know what we need to watch this week. And you were like, no, not happening. I'm not watching a horror movie. We need to watch something with a woman in it because of Wonder Woman. And I said, okay, would you like to watch Hush, this movie I told you about? It's a very strong female character, uh, but it's probably got a little bit of horror. That one. And you were like, this motherfucker you were like, staring right behind her. That is a horror movie. I've ever seen a horror movie, anything. The thing is, though, you agreed to it. And then I was like, that's funny, because I, I wanted to watch The Guest, which is not a horror movie at all. It's like an 80s action Sounds movie. Sounds like a fucking bullshit. You fucked yourself into watching a horror movie, so have fun. That was fucking bullshit. I guess it was. <laughs> so. Don't take we're watching Hush, I suppose, because he's an asshole and tricks me. I really don't want to, but it is what it is. Um, then we're watching Wonder Woman, obviously. Uh, new episode of American Gods. Do we need something else? If I, I think we might have... A, okay, we'll do American Gods, Hush... Then we will do Wonder Woman included with an overview of the DC Extended Cinematic Universe. Okay, yeah. That sounds good. Because I think that's going to be very, very telling if it's going to be extending or if they're going to kind of clip it and reboot it again. Fingers crossed, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. For I just want fucking Man of Steel 2. Okay. No, what? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not a DC guy. Everyone relax. It's okay. I'll discuss why Man of Steel's a piece of shit next week. That movie's I'm bad. I'm so excited. So you gotta watch Man of Steel then, too? No. I've seen those movies <laughs> at least once. More than enough. I still have thoughts on all the movies predicated before Wonder Woman. So we're gonna have a good old DC talk next week. I'm excited. Yeah. Let's do it. Cool. Go watch Hush. Netflix. I just showed you. Go oh, watch American um, Gods. It's uh, it's Hush directed by Michael Flanagan. Because I think there's a couple Hushes on Netflix, so I don't want you to watch the wrong one. It's a home invasion movie. Get ready. Yeah. 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 yeah dude with a mask. That's what you're looking for. Yeah, that guy. You were so... I mean... Fuck. <laughs> not excited. Kind of excited. But not for Hush, that's for damn sure. Uh-oh, did I lose you? So, you should be good. We'll see. You shall see. Oh. I'm done. Yeah. All right, watch Hush, American Gods, see Wonder Woman. It means back next week for, on Tuesday, right? Sure, yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday next week at 8 o'clock, Cali time, 10 o'clock, our time. So, peace out, guys. We'll see you now next week on Tuesday. Don't forget. Don't forget, or do. I don't care. Totally don't forget.